Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. On the Behind the Mask podcast, we have some of the greatest athletes to ever play the game and some of your well-known celebrities. We are discussing a wide range of topics, including fatherhood, relationships, business ventures, social issues, and untold stories. On the Behind the Mask podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Let's go behind the mask. Instead of having a Behind the Mask podcast, we are going to have Behind the Mask conversations. And we got a lot of people who are ready for our next guest. Listen, man, this dude, he is fine now. He is very good at what he does. A lot of people know him as the Lumberjack. Mm -hmm. He's been a captain for so long. You know what? I think we might need to call him the captain as well. Sure. Man, I can't wait until we get our next guest on, too. Yo, this my guy. My guy, Wes, man. I mean, incredible guy, man. Incredible father. That's one of the main things, raising his kids, playing in the NFL, doing this thing. Um, what, 12, 12 years in the league now? 12 years, bro. We're going to talk to him about th that journey, too, which is dope, because it's not like you just was, you know, a cat that high draft pick, at, you know, as yourself. Yeah. And he grinded it out and made a hell of a career. No, he, he made a hell of a career. A hell of a career for us. And you know who else I think about when we talk about Wesley Woodyard? Is London Fletcher. Facts. One thing that they both have in common, both the unrestricted, well, not unrestricted, but both were undrafted. Undrafted free agents. Man, that's 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 oh, that's unanimous. Like you off the chain. And we are bringing out dog. What's, what's, what's up, fellas? What's, what's, what's happening? What's happening there? Hey, man, I was sitting back like, man, I can't wait to behind the mask, man. When they going to interview me? When can I come on? When can I be a part of the show? Hey, it's beautiful, man. I'm out here on Lake Woodrow in the back. Catfish, oh, so delicious. Fried, dilated to the side. Ain't too crazy. <laughs> Red beans and gravy. Hey, you feel me? So, man, it's, it's a beautiful day, man. I'm here quarantined with the fam, man. Just enjoying life, man. Enjoying this parenthood. Because right now, it's firsthand. You get to really see what the teachers go through on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up with that, man? How, how you how you doing? How you adjusting? I mean, typically, obviously, you still got to work out, you know what I'm saying, getting ready. You're a free agent now, right? Yeah, I'm a free agent now. So it's, it's, it's been a little different. Uh, obviously, of course, you know, not having those opportunities to go in and see teams and to get a chance to see physicals, it kind of slowed the – the uh, free agency process down for a lot of guys, especially for older guys like myself. So, you know, I, I was kind of expecting to be signed on the later end, but now, man, I'm, I'm, it's cool because now I get to really, I get to focus on myself. You know, I get to focus yeah. on those those muscles and those areas that I may have been weak in. And at the same time, I get to spend more time with the family. Don't nobody like OTAs anyway, man. <laughs> and I'll tell you now, coming from one vet to another, you have to spend so much time, bro, like in OTAs, man. I remember, like, especially because I played the majority of my career on the East Coast. Yeah. But then when I went to San Fran, I had Mike Singletary as the head coach. And oh, I you no, know you was in there all day. <laughs> no, but this what this is what seemed was cool, though, bro, because he was like, hey, he's like, hey, Jaquio, I just want to let you know this. Like, you shown me enough to where you know it from a mental capacity. 
Yeah. Let's hypothetically say if I allow you to be able to come in a little later at your time so you can get more family time, can I count on you to know exactly what's going on? <laughs> I remember looking at Singletary and saying, you know what, see? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I'll see you two hours later. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I, I really feel like. This is a good opportunity for coaches and players to take advantage of this opportunity of what it really means to be a pro. You know, the coaches are trying to push to get us back in the building, but if you're if you're in the NFL, the NFL obviously for me it stands for not for long. A lot of guys say that, but. The NFL, you think of the best players, the best coaches are, are in the league. So if I'm a coach, if I'm a great coach, I don't need a lot of all of that time to get my guys prepared. I don't need this. I don't need my players in the building. What I do need my players to do is to make sure when they come back in the building that they're ready to go, that they're willing to learn. Because how many times have you guys both seen it in your career? You go into OTAs and you're like, Man, we doing the same install again? Right. Yeah, yeah. Install, the install, the same install. You, yeah. you go through the same install three different times before you get to training camp, and it's like, it's pointless for some vets. So, hey, hats off to Singletary for letting you do that. I was, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, 12-year 12, 12 career in the league, man. Dope. 10 years, I believe you were captain, right? Uh, shoot, all, all 12, man, I, I was all talking to Spikes earlier. I've been a captain ever since my high school, my senior year of my high school, man. man. So you've been so a man. It's, now, it's that's been, 17 that's years, ridiculous. bro. Bro, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's been something that I hold dear, I, I hold dear oh, to my heart. Heavy, you know, it's heavy. an accomplishment every year. I pray about it. You know, you know, God, let me be a leader for your kingdom. Use me. Let me be a leader, a captain inside of my locker room. And I've been blessed. You know, my senior year, that was something in high school, I should say. That was something that I really wanted to be. Like, all my other years, like, I wanted to be a captain in the NFL. But my high school football team, LaGrange High, at the time, we were a powerhouse. So that was all I knew. You know, we, we lost three games in high school. And I wanted to lead. I wanted to be a leader because, to me, it wasn't about me. It was about how can I affect the generation after me. And I just remember guys that came before me. Bruce Thornton, uh, my cousin Ashante Woodyard, Skylar Thornton, guys I went to school with, Trey Blackman, Braxton Kelly, who sacrificed and who knew at a young age that this is what it's going to take for us to be good, not just this year, but the years to come after us. And I think that was that's what something that really kicked my whole captain uh, spree off, man, high school life. I just hey, love to compete, man. Hey, bro, and you talk about competing, though. See, I'm a little familiar with me being from Georgia as well. You talk about those LaGrange, the Grangers. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, you look at the influence. Man, you guys you guys won a uh, national championship in high school. And, and so when we talk about your 17-year streak as a captain and some of the influences that when you was a legit yeah. running around, you probably wasn't even watching the game. You was running around trying to manipulate what they were doing out Come there. on, man. That's what I, and that's, a, that's oh. something that I always tell these young cats today because I really feel like they lose that aspect of learning how to dream. I'm telling you, I'll be at the game watching my cousin, and at halftime, my mom know where I'm going to be at. I'm in the back of the end zone. I'm trying to catch a football. I'm trying to tackle somebody. I'm doing something with yeah. football involvement in it. And that's just my dream. Like, I'm dreaming. When I get a ball, I'm like, oh, yeah. Wesley Woodyard with the ball. And that's what you got to put yourself through, man, in life if you want to go and experience the greatness of that life has to offer. Right, right. Hey, like some of the influences, like 
Like I was big fans of him because I was watching from afar. You know what I mean? Like a couple of hours away, but like Marty Carter, Rocky yeah. Hudson. Key man, we had guys like you said, Marty, Tony, Tony, Tony Stargell, uh, guys that came back. Man, they used to throw football camps in my hometown and would be the men that you would see doing the things that you wanted to be. Like, how many times as a kid, I used to look at this like, man, I'm getting a chance to be around the NFL player. Like, this might be the only opportunity that I got, so I'm about to soak up every piece of knowledge and information that he gives me. He might be talking to Tutan, but guess what? My ear is open. Yeah, <laughs> he might yeah. be talking to Keo, but listen, I'm, my eyes is watching. So it's like so many different things you can learn from, man. And, and that's what I had so many great guys that came before me that I wanted to, you know, emulate, man. I, I go back to you. I heard you talking about Fletcher, too. Like, my, my, my top linebackers was you, Fletch, and Ray. I'm like, hey, if I could get me some of that thick neckness in my life, I'm I'm trying to squeeze so, in the frame right now because Spice got this neck right here. <laughs> 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 hey, man, you know you don't want no problems with no backer now. He light, he pulling. He pulling. He light. He light. We got a light one. But yeah, Spikes, man. I remember um I remember watching you at Auburn, man. You know, I was a huge Atlanta Falcons fan. And uh I was very disappointed at, at pick number 10. You know, of course I was a big I like Brookings in the in the end, but I'm like, man, oh, we about to take spikes. We about to have a crushing yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then it didn't happen. And then you end up going to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I got a chance to follow you whenever it would come on TV. Y'all would get molly walked sometimes. So it put y'all on the screen. <laughs> I even be honest with you. We would get molly walked most of the time. But the gratification that I took out of it is I wanted to make sure, bro, like, you know how when you come back home, you work out with the rest of the boys? Yeah. I remember this one time, though, like, this story, though, like, I was training myself, Hines Ward, Wayne Gandy, Carlos Simmons, two times with there, yeah. and Jamal Lewis, and I remember they were just cracking on me, Spike John sucked in Cincinnati, but he, he came back, and he was like, you know what, our offensive coordinator, Bruce Arias, said, this is the guy we need to make sure we circle and yeah. make sure that we put a hat on him, right. and that was enough gratification. That's it, me, though, that's it, that's it. I'm telling you, man, there's so many times, like, you can put on that film, and and you might not win, but your effort is going to speak more than anything. And I think that's why one of the reasons why I really looked up to you as a player. Like, if it was a ball over there, you're going to go get that thing, and you're going to bring it back to the rough. If it ain't a fumble, you're going to bring it back. I'm, I got it. Ain't no time. I'm getting every tackle. And I think that's the spirit of what I really love about linebackers. If it's a play to be made, I don't care if it's 50, 60 yards down the field. Oh. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. And that's the yeah. same thing that transitioned over into life. That's why, you know, everybody look up to you because you're such a great man that I'm going to go out and I'm going to finish it. I'm going to go get the job done. And that's what right. linebacker spirit, the mentality of being a linebacker is about. Right, right, man. Well, take, take a brief moment real quick. You got a lot of people in the comments, you know what I'm saying? All your fans out there, they saying what's up to you. They what's saying up? what's up what's to, to, to the Lumberjack, man. They saying what's up to the Lumberjack. Where'd you get that nickname? Oh, yeah, man. So, 
that was a, a cool little nickname. Uh, I was I was early in my career out in Denver making some plays, and you know, of course, my last name was Woodyard, and I had I, my, my teammates used to call me Woody. Wood, but I never really had a name that stuck, so I let the fans um, tune in. Like I'm like I'm gonna let the fans vote. And, and see what they say. And, and I had a guy came up with the lumberjack. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to put that in the polls and let the fans see if they like the lumberjack. So the lumberjack was a, a fan-appointed nickname. And he was like, I'm going to call you the lumberjack because every time I watch you play, your name is obviously Woodyard. And you out there laying the wood. You're not going to wood now <laughs> like the lumberjack. So I'm like, hey, that stuck with me. So I'm like, man, I got to go out there. I get a chance to to put on the lumberjack face, man. And I and I, I share a story with a guy named uh, Brian Dawkins, pro mm -hmm. bowler, Hall mm -hmm. of Famer. I'm like, B Dawk, how, how is it every Sunday we see you Monday through Saturday being this holy man, this very nice, gentle man. But when you're on that field on Sunday or Monday or Thursday, when it's time to play, you got a mask on. He's like, he's like, would it, would it? For them, for them hours of the day, I get to dress up like the X-Men, like I'm like the Wolverine. I get to come into my own place. I get to be me, Jack. Hey, and they can't feel it. They don't want none of that pressure. I'm like, oh, I want some of that. So from, from, from that day forward, I'm like, man, I have to ball to get me a nickname. And it was just like great to be around guys like B. Dalt that really, this man had his own locker. With yeah. this weapon X. Weapon X, so, right? So you come in, you come in, let me let me get it. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me find it. Let me find my beat dog, man. This is here. This is here, baby. Look, let me go get that beat dog. This is that beat dog right here. Oh, get you some beat dog. Get you some. Hey, every day I look at this thing, man, when I come into my office, it motivates me, man. That's what it's about, man. What are you doing for the future of the game? You got to motivate the next generation. You can't take this knowledge of life and let that thing go into the grave. And that's what the greats do, man. They share, they reach back, they pull up other guys, and they keep the thing going. They keep the train moving. Yeah. And so, like, when we look at that, bro, I know it's a lot of pressure on you. And I remember talking to London Fletcher, and he was saying, like, it was just so much pressure day in and day out. When you come back home, you have to decompress. Now we got to give your wife a shout out. Sure. Oh, yeah. Miss Veronica, what's up? V, shout out to V hey, right now. Oh, yeah, V Weezy, man. Hey, man, I have an amazing and a great wife, bro. It's like, honestly, I always tell her, like, man, my career took a really uh, huge shift, took a 180 once I met her, man, because you can't be great outside of the house if you don't have somebody back at home holding the fort down. And that's why we got so many kids, man. I got a, <laughs> I got a great wife, man, a great partner, a great friend. We met during the lockout in Miami, and, you know, she saved me, man. I tell her I was in the middle of making some bad decisions, and then God was like, here, just go ahead and just take a little bit of V in your life. She chimed in, too. She chimed in, said, hey. Hey. Y'all know, man. Y'all know how my wife is, man. She hold out the court, man. She's a true leader, man, and we're like the same people, man, and that's something that kind of makes this quarantine a lot easier when you get a chance to spend time with your loved ones, somebody that you really love. And somebody that's steadfast like yourself, uh, you know, that that we got four kids. So every day, it's, you can't let up. And she's not afraid to not do that, man. So I tip my hat out to my wife, man. She's my best friend. 
See, no see if, if if I if, if we had linebacker wise that could come to come to, to play on that, she she'll be starting beside me. <laughs> she, she does the flag football too. I seen her uh, in the in the off season. I think doing the flag football, doing her thing, yo. Oh yeah, man. You know she. Hey, listen, man. She got. I got to say this, man. She got me my first offensive coordinator job of the year, man. You know, we had we had a lot. Listen, man. I got the. <laughs> Hey, this is a trophy right here. Hey, undefeated, man. We the, Their team was called the Jersey Chasers, man. We put together a great year. It was a fir her first time really playing flag football. So, so what's up, Grace? Say what's up. What's up? This is my son, Grace. You see, we got on our matching Bruce Lee shirts, man. Oh, <laughs> great shirt. Right, I'll be out there. Yes, we will. We will. Now? Not now. Go close. <laughs> is it Grayson or Gray? It's Grayson. Gray. We call him. It's Grayson, but we call him Gray. Hey, Gray. Gray. Make sure you tell. Make sure you tell your your beautiful family. I say hello, especially your auntie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. See, man, they out in the back now, man. We we probably go get on the tube later on, man. So you you had Gray, your little man. I seen him the other day on Instagram. He's he's jet not jet skiing. He's uh water skiing. Water skiing. How Listen, is he now? Man. Five six. What is he? He's he's five, man. He turned uh he turned six this month, man. It's funny, man. Spice Spice takes me to him, man. How your kids? How your kids uh swimming before they walk? <laughs> <laughs> right before they talk. Anything. So. so my youngest, my youngest, uh, she'll be one in a, in a couple of weeks or so. Uh, Lane Lennox. She's already, she just started walking last week and she was swimming like a month, like two months ago. So, man, it's, it's, it's been on this water, man. I just want to give, give my children experiences that I really never experienced. This is my other baby, Luca. Hey, Luca. <laughs> she's, she's a tough one. She's, she's the rebel right now. Hey, Luca. But it's just like, man, I want to I wanna show my kids uh, different experiences that I really never got a chance to experience. And that's, you know, right now, when I grew up, Everybody only thought water sports were for the white people, for the white mm -hmm. boys. You ain't see no white guys, no black dudes being on the ski or surfing out there. I'm out there. I'm putting that to, hey, that's no longer, that's in the past. We're doing everything. Yeah. Everybody's everywhere. So we're, <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing everything. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Hey, bro, like, I know you had them kids out there on that lake. And I do believe in Florida, most lakes are infested with those games. That's true. Hey. Like, like, what you, I'm trying to figure out, like, like why are we still talking to you right now? We still hey. able to go out there and do that. Now, 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 before I say, Greg, you want to say anything about the Gators? What, what do you know about the Gators? You know not to go back out there? Are you afraid of alligators? All right. Oh, okay, Greg. I'm afraid of them, you, man. You, but you listen, man, Playing in the SEC, I had my way with them Gators, man. I know about them Gators. I know how to move around the Gators, how to tackle a Gator. I've watched too much Crocodile Hunter, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, it's 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 beautiful though, man. Like I'm a big nature guy. I love you see me popping in. I love I love I love wild animals, man. So I get a chance to on occasionally see alligators out there in the back backyard, and it's not actually on my yard, but in the lake, I should say. And the lakes that we live on, they're very safe. They're uh, it's a it's a bunch of them connected, so they're not territorial as they would be in a in a secluded lake. 
if they're in a secluded lake, they're going to attack you all day. But the lakes we're all, they have so much different free free access to go in any and other place. I'm not saying that they ain't going to bite you. But now, if you go out there during nighttime, they're going to get you. Or if you're feeding them, or if you're doing something stupid, like making a lot of noise on the bank over and over, they're going to come get you. So I think, you know, that goes back to, uh, to, to my partner, V, man. We did a lot of research and a lot of things. So it comes with understanding your, your surroundings. And that's something that I'm doing, man. Every every day, it's a, it's a challenge. I believe it. I believe it. And I see I see the kids popping in and out, and I love it. I remember this uh, Instagram post. I think V had posted before. One of your one of your baby girls was following you, and you were walking, and then you turned around or something, and you hit her, and she fell and pop hit the floor real hard. You picked her up, stood her up, and just kept walking like it was nothing. <laughs> I'm like, you're not even gonna baby up, pick up, hey baby girl, you good or nothing? You just Keep it moving, man. What, describe your parenting, particularly during this quarantine right now, because I know they're everywhere. Oh, man. It's, hey, listen, for all the parents out there, just take this little breathing exercise with me right here. Just give me two quick two quick breathing, like, moments right now. Come on, give me the whole breath, bro. Let it out, man. Let it out. We got to breathe, man. But, man, it's, it's patience, man. I thought I was a patient one. Uh, between the two of me and V, but I'm I'm definitely learning what true patience means right now. Just uh, being around the kids all day, you know, it, it's funny because I just told my son this other day I was trying to work out and he was out there trying to get me to catch some lizards. And I'm like, look, son, <laughs> on the, every day, dad has to do something in this order. Mom too. Like you're usually at school and you don't see this side of mom and dad, but we got to get these things done. So it's it's cool that I get a chance to show them a routine of not only what they're doing, but a routine of what I'm doing too. And it's cool, man. I get out there, get a chance to work out with my kids, and they. It's cool to see my my little girls out there training. You know, man, I'm a girl dad, and my son, he's yeah, he's a freaking dad. competitor. He hates to lose at everything. He's trying to box, trying to trying to play soccer, trying to race. So, man, it, it's it's been it's been challenging, but it's been fun too, man. And I think. That's the reason why I wanted to have so many kids to enjoy that family atmosphere. And now yeah. that we're actually having to be still, it's, fun. it's it's great how God works. You got to be still to really enjoy what's around you because so many times we're busy, you know, spikes. I need yeah. you to come do this radio show two times. I need you to come host this, uh, come come do this podcast and do this wood, come do this. So, so many times we get boggled down by the wrong things. And now it's a perfect time to really focus on what you want to be around and what you want to accomplish in life, man. And right now it's being around family, spending that quality time with them. Bro, it's funny you say that because I think about quality time, right? And it's something that we take for granted yeah. so much. Me and my daughter just started implementing walking around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Extended outside the neighborhood, walking four miles. We've done it like two days in, two, three days in a row. We recently just started doing it. So, like, you mentioned fun and challenging. What has been the fun or challenging things that are the challenging things that you saw as an opportunity to turn this into a fun thing to kind of ease the mood a little bit? Hey, I, I tell you what. That, that, hey, I'm, I, I'm glad my kid ain't in high school because if I was trying to do some high school work right now, I'd probably be a little, a little frustrated. <laughs> 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 um, but it, it's... I can say, man, I really had a chance to go back to elementary and learn the little, just enjoy the little small things. Like, it's, it's funny because I'm always this tough, this this tough guy, this protector. 
And now, man, I'm in here doing finger paints with my kids for, for classwork, for school, school designs. And it's like, I get to, I get to come a chance to, to appreciate the art classes, the science, the music. So it's just, man, spending that time with them and showing them what's important. And like I said before, just giving them opportunities that they normally wouldn't get a chance to, like I had when I was a little kid. Like I, I thought I had to play football. That was my only out to be successful, you know. Now I want my kids to see the world and to understand that you got to experience something to really learn about it. And, and, and that's what it's all about, man. I want them to have every opportunity, man. Y'all are some, y'all challenge me as fathers, man. I know y'all have very active careers and very active kids. You know, two, two, two you was down here in, my, in Orlando a couple years yeah. ago with, with your daughter too, man, in, in a tournament circus. So it's like, what would be some advice that you guys would give for, for, for myself and for younger fathers who may just be starting out that want to get in, that, that want to raise their kids? Like, what would be some good steps to be like, hey, I want my kid to be a student, an athlete first. What would be some things that y'all would tell us? Well, you, you, you talked about one of the things, patience. You have to be patient, uh, patient because I always I told Takeo this too. When you have a two-year-old, right? yeah. when Ray was two, you're like, all right, I'm starting to get this, this hang of this thing. He's two, you know, go through the terrible twos or whatever. But guess what? Gray's your oldest. You never yeah. had a three-year-old. So when he turns three, you're like, man, what am I going to do now? Now he's three. So you learn, you're relearning him as exactly. he's growing as a three-year-old. Then he goes four, five, teenagers. When you get to the, see, we have teenagers. My son, Ty, he's about to graduate college. He's 21. His daughter, Jakai, is about to go to college. So when you get to the teenage years, when they <laughs> start running up, the, the, the hardest part to all the dads out there, when you go to that school to pick them up from school and they don't run up to you and say, hey, daddy, no more. And they just walk up to you like it's all cool. You're going to remember that day. It's going to crush you because you're going to be like, what? They're growing up. What happened? Like, <laughs> I was the cool dad. Like, they just going to walk in. Hey, dad, how you doing? He's like, wait a minute. Where you going? Give me my hug. Give me my kiss. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to come. But the patience and you have to learn to evolve with your kids. You know, you have four yeah, as much as you want, as much as you want to, you want to parent them the same way. They have different personalities, so yeah. you have to. You're gonna have to raise, rear, discipline them in a different fashion because some may uh, respond well to, you know, being more stern. Some may not. Some of you have to. You may have to talk with. Some may have to. Hey, get in here, and do this right now. It, it's 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 a beautiful experience though. Yeah. So you know, you just learn, kind of learning on the fly. It's just understanding like how to communicate. And I'm an alpha male. And I'm not, I never apologize for that. I think all three of us are alpha male. But I think what what really takes it to the next level is just understanding that everybody around you have different personalities, including your kids. Yeah. And so what it may take to motivate one person, it's not gonna take the same thing. So from the communication side, which um, you know, behind the mask moment. Like, I struggle with that at times. But the big thing for me is just understanding, you know, I believe awareness is the beginning of change. And so once you are aware, now you can be able to kind of implement certain things and be mindful of it to make sure that you're communicating properly, understanding depending on who your audience or your kid is. Yeah. Yep. So that's been the biggest thing for me, bro. It's like just understanding that and then being able to not necessarily, you know, like, you know how it is. We deal with a lot of guys in the locker room 
who will like civil. They'll come in the locker room with a different attitude, different mentality every day. Every so, day. Every day, right? <laughs> and so like you have to pick and choose like like am I gonna am I gonna get in this shit today? Or yep. am I just gonna be like, you know what? Let's have a conversation, bro. Let's figure yep. out what's going on. So it's the same, same theory, yep. same principles, and understand it ain't personal. Yeah, man. That what you guys just told me, man, made me really think about just like how the correlation of, of athletes, sports, football definitely it relates to life, man. Like I always look at like a, a like I had this coach, man, in Denver, Coach Richard Smith. To me, he's probably one of the best underrated linebacker coaches in the league. Like you I think I don't know if he was in he might have been in Denver when you was in San Diego, but but yeah, I'm just saying, like, him. he knew how to motivate every different guy the right way. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like all three of us, like, we're we're great people pe people persons. Like, we know how to be in the middle of a crowd and, and be able to entertain this person and that person and still make sure everybody is getting along in, in one accordance. And I think that's a transition in life that football and sports, athletic, revolves into real life like man if you could take those skills on the field and work with men like you just said they come in the locker room every single day with a different attitude and it's the same person if you yeah. can transition that into life i think we'll be great man and and that's something like i get challenged every time man seeing a relationship that you two with you and your daughter had like that inspired me to you know be more consistent in my child like be be a better father figure in my child life so i think that's something that, man, we got to continue to compete against each other in life, mm -hmm. man. Got to be gotcha. better, man, because, you know, growing up, man, I, I, I love my dad, to, to, but he wasn't a strong father figure in my life. So, like mm -hmm. you said, too, like you spend most of your time relearning the playbook. You got a yeah, three-year-old, yeah. then you got to relearn that four-year-old playbook. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing in, in my life, man. I really never had that father figure. So, I'm, I'm trying to experience. I'm trying to pull from this guy. What can I learn from Spike? What can I learn from my uncle? What can I learn from my cousin, mm -hmm. Derry? And it's like, that's what you got to do, man. You got to steal a little bit of plays from everybody playbook. Right, right, right. So how do you, with four kids, are y'all having more? Do you know yet? Are you nah, 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 nah. You done? Nah. done? <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. You closing those shots? <laughs> nah, nah. You know, I'm, what, what, what Veronica got to say about that? Oh, be like, oh, hell no. So, 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 man, I told I was go, I told I was gonna get snipped, but you know, man, hey, this COVID nineteen, I can't go nowhere. So, yeah, go nowhere, hopefully, yeah. we can make it out of this pandemic without another COVID baby, without a COVID hey, man, baby. Man. I hope you got a strong core game, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Where can that go? <laughs> whoa, 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 back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Back up. Yeah, we nah, got a bro. light one. <laughs> We got a runner. <laughs> he put it. He put it. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, yo, tell me though. So how with, with with four kids right now, how do you continue to challenge yourself as a father and knowing that, you know, just like football, you either get better or you get worse. How do you continue to challenge yourself to become a better father? Yeah, that's a that's a great point right there. You either get better or you get worse. And I think to be a great dad, you got to look yourself in the mirror every day. At the, at, the, at the end of every day, you got to go back and be able to recollect and recount what happened in a day and be like, or could I have done this better? And every day, man, you got to challenge yourself, man. It's opportunities that you might miss throughout the day. But I think the bigger thing we get stuck on 
on messing up and as instead of I'm gonna move forward. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let that mistake happen again. So four kids, you make a lot of mistakes, man. I I get yeah. I, I can hear V right now saying something in the background that I didn't mess up. So you know, <laughs> you, gotta, you you just gotta challenge yourself and not be afraid to make mistakes. And when they happen, man. Be a parent. Be there for your kids. That's what our kids want, man. They want that that time, time to be with their dad and their parents. One of your fans, Shawnee B, said, uh, "COVID babies are definitely happening." Uh, <laughs> what's up, mom? Happening. I see my mom in there. Mom Dukes in there. Mom Duke, Etna Rutledge. What's up, Etna Earl? There happy Easter again. Happy, happy Easter. Easter. Happy Easter, everybody, too, man. Absolutely, yeah, man. Happy absolutely, Easter, everybody. Uh, v, I know you you gave us a little love, man. She said, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I told you what she was saying. I guess she was trying to make oh, sure yeah. she was tuning in to make sure you ain't cutting no side deal over here. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, for that, first, for that first interview, man, coming out, COVID-19, baby, man, this thing going hot, man. You going hot. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, bro, man, but man, we, we appreciate the time, bro. Like, like it's 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 hard during this time. And, and like when you look at at this time where we are, and uh you see a lot of guys who really struggle, because this is the reality of it. We get caught up in our profession, especially playing professional sports. Mm -hmm. And Truth be told, you may not be at the house eight to nine months out of the year. Yeah. And then even the, the other three months, you may have to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like, what biggest advice would you give to the younger guys who are now looking up to you to let them know this is how to navigate what you have in order to keep it and to be a better man? Man, it's, it's a couple of things. Uh one, I would like to say with, with this this time, like, be comfortable with being alone. Like, it's mm. one thing with this football, this football where it takes us away from so many different people, so many different things, and then all of a sudden you're ramped up into this eight, nine months out of the year, and when the last, them last few months, it's like, how do I cope? How do I, and now we're like, you got to be by yourself. You can't mm. be around anybody. So it's like, just be comfortable with yourself, man. Understand, like, don't answer them little bitty voices, but answer answer the ones that's making you get better, not those ones that's trying to make you do the dumb things, but just be comfortable with yourself and, and be motivated. Like, if I'm a guy who doesn't have what I need to have right now, let that motivate you. And, and I shared this with another guy the other day. It's almost like if you're a younger guy, if you're coming into the league and you don't have what you have right now, you don't have the big house, you don't have the nice cars, you don't have the family, but you're working your tail off right now. Let that be motivation to, I'm going to be a better player. Wesley got it. I want to get it. So I got to make sure I put myself in the right situation. I got to be prepared. So whenever they pick up that phone and say, hey, come back to work, I'm ready to go. There ain't no, ain't no stepping back. Ain't no drawbacks. You got to be ready. So... My advice to the younger crowd, man, is continue to dream. Again, don't be afraid to, to be by yourself because a lot of the times you can't be better in life if you don't spend that time with yourself and understand what you truly, truly want to become because, you know, we think about our lives. You're, you're a different person. When you're, eight, when you're 18, you're a different person when you turn 21. 
When you turn mm -hmm. 21, you're a different person. When you turn 25, 30, now I'm in 33. When somebody told me that when I was 20, I was like, yeah, right. I'm going to be the same West no matter what. And mm -hmm. you mature, you mentally go through things so you don't have to go through them in, in, in your life, man. And I always look at that. If it was a lesson that Spikes learned, I guarantee you he's going to share it with two. I guarantee you he's going right. to share it with me. And that's what it's all about, man, uplifting our brothers and uplifting everybody. And we just can't never forget that. In this time of being alone, man, don't 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 forget that. <laughs> right, right. And now, I mean, you got a lot of time on your hands with, with this COVID-19, obviously spending it with the family. Talk about some of the things off the field that you and the missus are doing. Oh, yeah, man. My, my foundation is 16 Ways. We're still very active in the community. Uh, we, we got this little mentoring program that we do back in my hometown. It's called Do the Right Thing. A little, a little cheesy, cliche. I, st I stole from Spike Lee. <laughs> Shout out to Spike it, Lee. <laughs> it, it, it all revolved around just, you know, there at this particular high school in my hometown, we did the numbers. It was 51% of the student bodies were athletes. And mm. we challenged that 51% of the student body to change the, the whole realm of, of high school life. And, you know, it's been great. This is our second year in the program. We've been seeing you know, students, you know, turnover guys are, are, are not going in, in school suspension. They used to get 20 days in school suspension. Now mm -hmm. only getting 10. So it's like you see those little bitty stuff. But that that on top of our mentoring program, we still we teamed up with Scholastic Books uh, to, to, to learn to learn at home. So guys can go out there and go to Scholastic.com backslash learn at home. If you want to get your kids some books, get your kids an educational program, if you need help anything go to their website and, and visit that again that's scholastics.com backslash learn at home and that's a, a partnership with scholastic and my foundation 16 ways but other than that man we we obviously we can't be out there on the forefront hands-on like we want to but you know man we just got to stay moving behind the scenes and, and right now that's what we're doing well bro man we appreciate the time my dog and Wes we hear you out there talking not Wes who was that Seth Seth Graves that's crazy. Say, Ken Wesley, can I get a shout out? Who said that? Self, 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 great. Yeah, What's yeah. up, self? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. The lumberjack see you. <laughs> I see you growing that beard out, bro. What hey, man, this quarantine. Let me say, the wifey gonna tell the wifey gonna tell me, well, you at least could have got a haircut or something. I'm like, I'm in quarantine <laughs> mode, man. Ain't getting no haircut. <laughs> Fam, say what's up. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Yeah, man, let me say, y'all, look, man. What the lake look like? Ooh. I'm about to be out here on the lake, man. Hey, about 40 man. acres in a lake. Oh, <laughs> man. It's, it's, about, it's about two acres, but we, you know, we, I don't, you can have the other acres. I just need but who, who counting, right? Who counting? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, man, I, hey, man, y'all, I'm so glad that y'all y'all had me on the show, man. It, it's been an honor to to even have an interview with two legends again to Keo, man. I looked up to you as a younger kid, as a jit, man, trying to get my linebacker game together. And, and it's just like, man, to come back full circle, life has, has a true meaning, man. And I'm just so glad that I'm blessed to have had a chance to meet both of y'all too. I know if we would have had met in the A gap or the B gap, I would have ran you over. I would have splattered yeah, yeah, you. You got a negative on your PFF grade. I know that for a fact. <laughs> Listen, man. These feet don't let that happen, bro. <laughs> hey, I hold, but don't get called for holding. How about that? Hey, 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 that, hey, that, that's a that's a negative in my playbook, man. 
No doubt, man. And then it's my last baby. This no. Say hi, no. This is my twin. Say hi, no. Hey, no. Hey, okay, we'll get the turtle. <laughs> so yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and finish this Easter day off field with yeah. turtle chasing and lizard catching. And lizard catching. Yeah, man. So I appreciate well, we, y'all so much, bro. When we come back down there, man, we want some more of them mangoes from that mango tree in the front, too. Oh, yeah. The, the mangoes, they coming in. Give me about a month or so. I'll, see, I'll ship you a whole box on to you. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they're going to be good. Definitely, I, definitely, got, I, got my, I got my oranges and, and my bananas. They growing and everything. So it's hot out here. Oh, my goodness. Ain't no rain today out here. Hey man, I appreciate it. Man. Y'all keep inspiring the world, man. Much love. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.